Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Crying Laughing Podcast. I'm Tori Nardone. I'm Lainey Shoot. I almost said Lainey Woods. <laughs> are you Lainey Woods or are you Lainey Shoot? I'm Lainey Woods Shoot. That's me. It you. And it's the last day of August. It is. All I can think is August by Taylor Swift. I've seen approximately 500 <laughs> women share that song August. to a reel of their beach vacation on Instagram in the past week. I definitely did it, but not in the past week, in the last, I don't know, in the last month. But it was too perfect not to. I think she I think she wrote that song for for this very purpose. She owns August now. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. How was your week? Um, my week was good. My The only update I have is that my sister-in-law came to visit. It was so fun. I got to meet her. Yes. Shout out. Yeah, we. Um, she came in on Thursday. Friday was like... Oh, we worked on Friday, but we mm-hmm. took her to Jackrabbit Philly, obviously. Delicious. Saturday was the best because we got up early and took the dogs to the beach, and Mars had never been to the beach. That's so exciting. And it was glorious. Was Nova like... Are you liking this? Are you liking this? This is my sandy place. Yeah, it was just oh, watching them frolic together. It was so cute. Did he go in the water? Yeah. Did he like it? it like, no fear. Went straight into the ocean. That's so sweet. And then was going up to every single person Aww. like, do you love me? Do you love me? <laughs> and thankfully, everyone was really excited to see him yeah. because that would have been a problem otherwise. But do they run far? I've never had our dogs off oh my gosh, at no. the beach. They run miles. So, away from you? Not away from us, but like... I mean, like... I mean, like, do they get far away, I guess, No, they're always in sight, but, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, Nova could eventually be a little spec-spec. <laughs> that's why I'm nervous, because I don't know if they would come back. Well, that's why you got to work on recall. I know, I know. Yeah. So but, that was really the best part. Um, dogs at the beach. Dogs Sparking at the beach. Joy. Yeah, speaking of, that's a, the center of this episode, if you didn't catch it from the title. We're going to go over joy. Talking and about- I feel like dogs at the beach... Sparks joy. That really was. That was a very joyful morning because we went to the beach with the dogs and then we went to Brown Fox and got coffee and bagels and listened to live music outside. And it was like, <sighs> I feel like going out to breakfast on a weekend morning just makes the weekend feel longer and more special. There's something prefer- about it that feels like vacation. Yes, I agree. But I also don't like to go to like a restaurant for breakfast. I want to like no. pick something pick up, up and then like sit somewhere yeah. that's scenic. Mike and I will pick stuff up and then just go for a cruise around the neighborhood. I love that. Which I enjoy. Yeah. Okay. What did you do? Um, nothing really crazy, but we've been on a little bit of a local kick, which I've been loving. Um, so we went to, like, took the dogs to Riverfront Park last week. It was like, I hadn't been there in a year, which is shameful because it's right in our neighborhood. Um, but a new restaurant just opened there, which I'm very excited to try. Uh, went to the farmer's market for the first time. Got some goodies there. There's nothing more local than a farmer's market. I have a problem with the farmer's market, though. Why? I feel like I always want to have more of an experience and more fun than I actually do. And I don't know why. Like, it sounds like I'm going to the farmer's market. And then I always go and I'm like, this is seven tables of vegetables. And I feel awkward because the person standing right there watching me look at their precious vegetables. And, like, I don't want to hurt their feelings by not buying their vegetables. But also, like, I don't really need a whole head of lettuce. I don't know. You don't want, like, you don't want a farmer's market. You just want a market where there are some produce available. You like the idea of the farmer's That's market thing, more than you like the which farmer's Which disappoints market. me because I really want to be a farmer's market patron and support <laughs> the community. But also, I'm like, maybe I'm not enough of a, like, a chef to appreciate the yeah. farmer's market. But I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep trying to like the farmer's market. Maybe one day a tomato will speak to you. (laughs) They're really pretty. I did take a picture and post it on Instagram. Um, And then we also, this is not Park Circle, but tried a new restaurant. Have you been there? It's called the Community Table in Ion. Mm -mm. We were just wanting to go to lunch on Saturday. And I was like, I want to go somewhere that I haven't been and I stumbled upon this online, and it was actually very, very, very good. Like, probably the best Greek salad in Charleston. I realize that shot's fired, but... That is. It is. It's up there with the Siam salad at Leon's. That's a bold statement. It you is. just said last episode that that was your all-time meal. It is. I wouldn't... They're very different. This is way more, like, obviously Greek, so it's more, like, savory mm-hmm. versus, like, the freshness of the Siam, but... Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. I had steak on it. It was amazing. So 
Highly recommend. They have, it feels kind of like someone's house. I don't know how to explain it. And it's like in that little bustling community area of Ion Mm -hmm. that, I don't know, it felt like we were on vacation. And then we copied you and finally went to trade a book for the first time. Did Mike, was Mike just like in heaven? He was enthralled. I'm so glad. He got a few books and didn't even wait for me to check out. He checked out and then was like, I'm going to go read in the car. (laughs) (laughs) He immediately went outside and started reading. So that's really it. It's pretty low key, but... I'm not complaining. That sounds great. Well, uh, well the thing <laughs> that made me laugh this week was really just Mars at the beach for the first time being the derpiest it. derp and He's the cutiest such a sweet, cutie. Sweet boy. And that's not Nova is like the most beautiful dog. She's so like regal and like majestic she's and like glorious. she's just like an independent woman who don't need no owner. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, Mars just like is a nugget. Would he just, like, do something and then look back and be like, guys, yeah. look at me. Yeah. I was. Ta- I looked over at Albert once, and I was like, I just feel like his inner monologue right now is like, wee! <laughs> <laughs> look what I'm doing. Uh, it was so funny. I love it. And then you were talking about this when I saw you on Friday. Tell yes. me about what made you laugh. I finally watched Booksmart for the first time. I don't know how I've waited until now, but it was so funny. It's so good. And so unique. Like, I hate the word unique. It sounds dumb, but it was. Like, the filming style and the content and the writing and just all of it felt really, I don't know, fresh and good. I loved all the characters, I love that you think the word fresh is better than unique and less dorky. I, like, I don't know. I feel like unique... Where was that? Was it where we were together where you weren't allowed to say the word unique? It's like one of those words that we weren't supposed to say. Yeah, like in a press release or something. Yeah, Yeah. maybe that's where it stems from. Um, I think unique is a fabulous word. (laughs) Unique New York, but (laughs) it made me laugh. And also I watched it because I have a new obsession with Beanie Feldstein. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she's Jonah Hill's sister blew my mind. And then I went down a rabbit hole, like watching all of her interviews on YouTube and reading all the articles she's been featured in. And I just feel like she's, like, it. Like, she's, like, the next thing. And I love that she's a theater nerd. And she's best friends with Ben Platt. Like, yep, yep. My brain was exploding. So. Yeah, she's pretty Highly fabulous. recommend. Uh, what made you cry? So, I... Okay, two of my favorite girls got their dream jobs. I got calls on Friday uh-huh. from two women in my life. One of them doesn't want, to, want people to know that she got this job, so I won't say. And then the other one is my eating disorder mentee who had been out of treatment, and we realized this was the two-year anniversary of when we like first started talking. My this heart. time last year, she was like going back to treatment, and she got her dream job in, like, the field that she has her master's program in. And she oh called gosh. me on Friday to FaceTime me and tell me. And I, like, kept it together on the phone. <laughs> and just, like, told her how proud I was. But then I hung up and I was like, ah, my baby! I'm just, I, it's just, like, so cool to see her progress. Like, she's just, she just rules. Yeah, that's And, like, amazing. the life, the life in her face. And, yeah. like, like. It's just nice to see the progression. Like, yeah. she just is so happy about life. Oh, that makes my heart sore. It's It was beautiful. Well, I'm going to skip my sad one, and I'm going to go to my happy cry. Go to your happy cry, and then we'll talk about our sad cry. <laughs> that, in the most laney of ways, last week on Monday, I saw a rainbow. And the first thing I saw when I walked out of my door in the morning was a rainbow. And usually I don't walk out in my front yard in the morning, but some reason I did, and bam, there it was. And then, to finish the week on Sunday, I saw a ladybug for the first time in a long time. And it was just a nice bookend to the week, since I have been in like a dumpy headspace about the state of the world. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take these as signs of good things, and it just lifted my spirits. Yeah. And now, da 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 da. Lainey has come <laughs> up with a new section for us to do on a monthly basis that kind of benefits me more than anyone, and I appreciate you for it. I was just on a walk Saturday, and it just hit me like a ton of bricks as I was thinking about the end of the month and what I was, you know, kind of reviewing what had happened. And I was like, oh my God, we should do this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And even better that this episode literally comes out on the last day of the yeah. month. So we're going to go through some of the prompts that are in Tori's shameless plug, True North Planner. Yeah, so if you guys don't know, I created the True North Planner in 2019. The original version 
kind of had like weekly prompts and then for version two which came out last year I revised it to be monthly because some people said that like weekly was a little bit too overwhelming Mm -hmm. some people still love the weekly I don't I prefer the monthly um it just seems a little bit more like attainable and bite-sized yeah I personally love the start of a new month like it just feels like like clean sheets fresh slate and I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this First, like the start of September, I feel like that's the best start of a month out of any month of the year. I would agree with you. And I don't know why that is, but it just feels like the start of something new. I would agree with you 100%, but I'm also like that fall bitch. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels, I'm still, I guess, in that that school mindset is just ingrained in me. But there's something about September 1st, going to Hogwarts, Hillary's birthday. Happy birthday, Hillary. (laughs) Um, okay, so what went well this month, August 2021? Well, this month I stuck to my budget. Whoop, whoop. So Albert and I are budgeting to save for a new house and for our two abroad wedding trips next year. So exciting. And so that felt really good. I moved my body almost every single day. Snaps. Um, I had lots of time at home with Albert. August was the first month I didn't have to travel at all. Your and body was probably so happy. That was glorious. Yeah, this was, that was like, August was literally the first month I didn't have to travel for 2021. For a long time. For what feels like a long time. Kicking off in like April. I was going to say, <laughs> like, starting in the spring, you were really jet setting. It's been a long time. <laughs> what about, what about you? What went well? Um, so I kind of had a loafy July because June was basically like wedding and then like the post-wedding like settle back into life and then July was kind of like whatever so I really with August I was like I need to set some routines to get me back in a healthy mindset Mm -hmm. so I am proud that I and it felt so satisfying because I checked off every day on my habit tracker that I walked the dogs at least 30 minutes every single day that's great usually about 40 to 45 minutes sometimes an hour and I can't even say like it seems so simple but a, the commitment to both myself and the dog. I was about to say, an hour to just, like, walk is... I mean, that's, like, a lot. I am so, like... I don't know. Because it the combination of the morning, getting outside, accomplishing something before you even start work. Mm-hmm. I know I'm doing something good for Addie and Gus. I'm not even... I don't even listen to anything. I just walk, listen to the birds. Oh, wow. Enjoy that's the, big for you. Enjoy the world. And yeah, so if you are in a rut, do it doesn't have to be long. Ten minutes even can make a difference. Mm-hmm. And then I did a lot of decluttering in our house, which felt really good. Um, I felt like I had finally, I really again slipped off the wagon with my boundaries around social, but I feel like I had a good balance of. Um, Social media time and not social media time. I had one social free day every week, and I've been strictly sticking to my screen time limits for Instagram. What's your social free day? Just as a as a friend either Saturday or Sunday. Okay, but usually Sunday. Good to know. Because um, Lainey and I, if you if you need to know more about the inner workings of our friendship, um, a large majority of that is just <laughs> sending shit back and forth to each other on Instagram. And when she doesn't respond to me within like. <laughs> two hours I start to get nervous that she either doesn't like what I sent or she didn't think it was funny and I logged when I got back on Instagram this morning it was like five messages from you and I was like this feels and you know it's gonna be nothing like really that important no I love it though I always look at everything um and then other good news I started with my second freelance client and I'm in talks with a third so that's very exciting and I don't know I just feel like I had a good balance of social time and alone time yeah that's awesome like Saturday we hung out with some people and then after that Mike was going out to meet friends I was like you know what I need a bubble bath First, I need to be alone. I keep thinking that we hung out on Saturday Saturday, and I was like how dare you call me some people Some people. No, like, that's my favorite thing to do is, like, Albert will go play poker with the boys, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. Just the silence. just have a glass of wine and watch some trash TV. Yeah. I know. I was like, mm, I was saving up an hour-long reaction video of Whitney Ports to the Hills, and it was magnificent. You guys um, are so funny. Okay. So, September. What do you want to improve on, and what are your goals for the month? Um, so, a continuation of sticking to our budget and continuing to move my body daily. I've been, like, 
pretty, I have been pretty lenient with myself and goals, like, personally, Mm -hmm. during the whole pandemic, if I'm being completely honest. So, my main goal, just, like, in general, has been to simplify everything Mm -hmm. to create less stress. Um, So, that's just something that I'm going to strive for in September. I, (laughs) joke's on me. Remember in January when I was like, I'm going to do a no-spend year, and I'm only going to buy thrifted things if I do buy clothes. And then you had a bunch of weddings and all some kinds of nonsense. Well, and then I I made a rule for myself that I would only buy things that were wedding-related. Needless to say, that's (laughs) gone out the window. But again, pandemic, let's not... Yeah, Let's no. not deprive ourselves I just, like, it's funny because I just set these weird, lofty goals for myself, but yeah. then it feels restrictive, and then yeah. I, like, it makes me itchy and makes me feel like I want to do it, even though I've set these weird rules for myself. So, in general, I yeah. just want to simplify. That's, and I like a more broad goal. Yeah, and my rule has kind of been, like, one in, one out, and mm-hmm. I've been doing that with new social following as well. So, if I follow I like an that. account, I... Get rid of, get an, rid account. of an account. Um, but yeah, other than that, my goal is just to read more. I've mm-hmm. read a book a month since um, the year started, but I have not found like found a book that has sucked me in lately. Like nothing has been intriguing me, and I've been reading the comfort book, but it's like yeah. not really a book. It's right. just more like musings. Thoughts. Yeah. So it's just like something nice to read before bed before you yeah I've got like a fresh eight books that I'm about 20 pages into (laughs) I have so many that I need to read it's just like I don't know nothing's like scratching my itch reading is very like mood based for me yeah me too like sometimes that's all I want to do and sometimes it feels like a chore I don't know I felt like I think I've just felt more like scattered lately like it's like there's a lot going it's on it's hard to slow yeah to slow down that I just like want to numb my brain with like really good tv instead yeah. of you know read and be good I find I read like I'm more inclined to read either first thing in the morning or like oh my god on never. a weekend but at the end of the day when I've like worked it sounds so bad but it's like I just want to turn off yeah in a way that's interesting to know your favorite time to read I don't think I could ever read first thing in the morning my favorite time to read would be like mid-morning uh-huh. on a weekend uh-huh. and then like read into the afternoon or I will do it after work like in the evenings if I'm really into a book I found everything for me I want to do before like 11 in the morning like that's I start losing steam with work even at like 11 30 and it's like way harder for me to like tell myself to focus yeah yeah so okay what do you want to improve on next month what are your goals? Uh, so I want to keep up with my daily walks I'm very proud of my streak and you know not to get off on another tangent but I haven't worn my apple watch in months so the fact that I'm not tracking the mileage obsessively big win that's great big win for me I'm just walking because it feels good I love that and it's good for my dogs and then I want to continue the artist way this is my second time going through it I just started week five I'm so impressed with you and doing that I last I love it so much three days it's really like changed my life not even to be dramatic maybe I'll maybe I'll restart it because like I just I want to feel the way you feel about that (laughs) I think because I did it in the pandemic, like the very beginning of the pandemic. But again, I have a thing with streaks. So it's like, it's like this weird, like mental competition, but I genuinely could not recommend that more to anyone that feels like stuck in any way, shape or form. The artist's way is the book. The artist way. It's fantastic. Um, continuing my social limits, honestly, like I've noticed when I don't get on my phone, when I pick it up, it feels like a brick like Mm -hmm. a like a heavy weight to my soul not to be dramatic but it's like the freedom I feel like putting it down and not using it a lot that clarity of even realizing that like it feels important Mm -hmm. um and then continuing our buy slash support slash experience local challenge because it kind of ties into a little side project that I'm thinking of doing I think you should do it stay tuned on that and then improve. I do want to incorporate more of the Sculpt Society things back in my life because I just love dancing and I just haven't. I was hitting it so hard there before the wedding that I kind of got tired of it, but I want to work that back in. You definitely get like workout burnout after the wedding. You're like, oh. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not. All I want to do is walk or nothing. Like, that's it. And then also finish the books that I'm in the middle of. There's so many. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward to in September? Oh, 
Pan on Mike's wedding. It's a big event. I'm so excited. I like, I told Hannah, I was like, I think I'm going to need to be sedated <laughs> because I'm so excited. Like anytime I think about it, I start like feeling like I need to take my panic pill, but in the best way, because like, best. it's just so much buildup. Yeah. I'm just so pumped and I'm so excited to be in New England in September and oh. we have like this beautiful water view and every day I'm going to eat lobster and I'm Where just like. Where are you staying? Um, at the venue. It's like, it's like a. Hotel? It's like, no, um, it's more of like a... Mm, a camp? No. <laughs> I'll show you a picture. Is it like, like a big building or is it it's like huge. individual buildings? Albert and I have our own private room. Okay. But it's like a house, but it's like a big house. Okay. And then it overlooks like the cliff onto the water. It's going to be gorgeous. I'm very excited. So that's next weekend. I cannot freaking wait. Hopefully, next weekend. I know. That's crazy. I know. I know. I can't believe it. I've already packed. (laughs) (laughs) I did a fashion show for Alexa while she was here and then confirmed all the outfits I would be packing. So that's done. Did you decide what you're going to wear the top with? Yes. What? I'll show you afterwards. Okay. Um, jeans and then my little my little brown the booties. Brown. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have white jeans to wear with it, but... It's okay. Guys, I bought the most, like, New England shirt that you could possibly imagine. It's Rory Gilmore will, at Yale. I will be wearing it while wine tasting <laughs> next weekend. Don't you fret. There oh will be an God. Instagram photo. Please. Um, another thing I'm looking forward to are the dog beach hours at IOP changing back because during tourist season... It's only in the mornings between 5 and 9 a.m. where you can have your dog off leash. Uh But starting September 15th, you can have your dogs off leash on IOP from 4 p.m. to 10 a.m. So Albert and I like to go. go in the middle of the night. (laughs) No. I mean, we like to go after work. Yeah. Um, and like watch the sunset and like walk, you know, let the dogs play. It's That's, just the best. I've noticed the sun has changed. I wrote about it in my pages this morning. Oh, interesting. The sun, okay. Like it's getting dark earlier and it's getting light later. I'm um, really excited. I wrote a whole thing about the beauty of the change of the <laughs> seasons. <laughs> it sounds so silly to say it out loud, but it was really cathartic on a Monday morning. I love that. I'm going on so many tangents. I'm really sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> Do all the tangents. You feel your feelings, Lainey. I'm just feeling my feelings. Um, and then the last thing I'm excited about is, uh, so I think I mentioned this last weekend because you while I was <laughs> while I was writing the outline for the Charleston episode, I decided to just go live my perfect day, and my friend Kimmy came along, and we decided that that was going to be a monthly tradition. So, so cute. We have a date on the books for the perfect Tori and Kimmy day take two in September. Amazing. Yep. And it won't be pouring down rain this time. Maybe. Although I feel like that didn't dampen the Honestly, the it, day. Made, it made it better. It, it made it was, the day. It was, if it could time it perfectly to <laughs> after our walk start raining so we can go to a wine bar, that would be ideal. So romantic. Tell me. I know it really was. <laughs> was like, oh, should we, we got make out? in the rain and we just had to go into this cozy little wine bar. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? Uh, the return of Clemson football. I'm so freaking pumped. It's our, our first game of the season is coming up this weekend, and it's also our best game of the season. So the excitement is at a 10. I watched college game day last weekend, even though there wasn't even a game, but I just love the ritual of a Saturday morning in the fall. Who are you playing? Watching college game day, Georgia. So that's like the game? It's the biggest game on our schedule until we, God willing, go into some sort of like postseason gotcha. situation. So extremely pumped i have this vintage clemson sweater that was my grammys that my mom let me borrow hopefully to keep (laughs) and it's navy a navy cardigan with a giant it's stitched tiger face on the back and then it says like clemson down and the elbows are footballs that's adorable i'm so excited i'm gonna wear it to the cookout like please do because it's gonna be the 60s this weekend uh and then john mulaney I can't even believe like I'm actually going to do this, and I feel like it's not going to happen because of COVID or something. But we're booked to go to a John Mulaney show in the middle of September. I think it's soon enough to where you're going to be fine. I hope so. I, I saw that it's going to be like vaccine proof or like a negative test. So hopefully, and everybody I'm assuming will be wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So I'm I like can't even think about it because I don't want to be disappointed. If it doesn't end up happening, but I'm very pumped. And then we're after right after Melanie, we're driving from Atlanta to Asheville for a wedding of Mike's best man. So it's just gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. Love it. So 
Should we talk about joy? <laughs> let's talk about joy. Well, let's talk about why we want to yes. talk about joy. So, if you haven't heard, the world sucks right now. Yeah. It just, like, I think everything feels very heavy. I was telling Lainey, it's like, I feel like almost like the rug has been ripped out from under me because I feel like the spring was all like, woo, everyone's getting vaccinated. Okay. We're allowed out of the house. Yeah. This is so great. And now it's like, oh, everyone's dying. No. Again. I just, there's just a lot going on, like in well, a like, lot, like from a lot of different of yeah. elements of the world. Um, and we just have been feeling like I'm personally feeling burnt out. I know everyone I work with and my like full time job is feeling burnt out. I just feel burnt out on life. I was going to say, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's, like, the deepest fatigue of, like, yeah. another day of this. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm living in Groundhog Day. Yeah. And, like, the normal... What I was trying to explain to Mike in one of my breakdowns about <laughs> life right now, I'm like, I feel like my normal tricks aren't working. Yeah. Like, I've played all my cards that usually, like, get me to feel better, and they don't stack up to the mountain of everything that we're facing. Like, they can they can tackle a bad day at work. Like, I can, you know, make a fun plan and, like, trick myself, I don't know, into feeling better. But, like, I've run out of tricks. It's like, hard. And I think it's particularly hard for, I mean, like, everyone is suffering at varying levels and, like, we're all in this together. But, like, for you and I, I feel like we have been thinking and, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, so tell me if I'm off base. Yeah. But, like, we've been thinking a lot about, like, having children at some point yeah. and, like, the thought of bringing a human into the world with all the crap that's going on, like, weighs on me very heavy. Yeah. And it's, like, almost like I'm waiting for the world to be better. To be okay. For yeah. me to feel like it's okay for me to do this next thing. Yeah. And it's, like, it's something I can't even think about until, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, it's a weird tug-of-war game with my heart. I think mine is more, like, the fear of anything. Like, my biggest fear always is anything bad happening to someone I love. Mm-hmm. So, like... You know, normally that's, like, my worry baseline for that would be, like, a car accident, Mm -hmm. a crazy thing happening. But now it's, like, a very real worry Mm -hmm. every single day for every single person that I love and their health and safety. And, like, eventually that just breaks you down. Like, it is too... And I was trying to explain it to Mike, and he's like, just don't think about it. I'm like, I can't not think about it. Boys don't get it. (laughs) No, he's like, I just don't, I don't see what you see online. Like, all the, like, horrible stories. I'm like, I promise I'm not seeking out horrible stories. They're just out there. Like, that's why I'm like, I haven't gotten on Facebook lately. Because it's just like, that's, uh, that's where the worst of it Mm -hmm. is, I feel like. And the news, I don't know. It's just like, the, I'm extremely, like, sensitive emotionally I guess to the world and like what is it like being empathetic I guess Mm -hmm. to other people so it's just like the deluge of stuff like eventually it just like suffocates you Mm -hmm. but joy (laughs) (laughs) but that's why we so we've been trying to think about like ways that we can incorporate joy and like still bring joy into our daily lives mm-hmm. whilst the world is spins happening. madly yeah. on. You know what I mean? And that honestly, that song is one of my favorite songs in the world. Uh, the World Spins Madly On by the Weepies. And I don't think I've heard it. This particular lyric, I swear, I almost got it tattooed on my body. I didn't need to stop getting words <laughs> tattooed on my body, but it's like, it's like, and the world spins madly on. It's like kind of yeah. like when you were there, when we were talking um, about the Elizabeth Gilbert thing, and it was like, and here I am oh. eating a sandwich. Yeah, but like, but here I said eating a sandwich. Like it's yep. like you can only do so much. That's the thing. I think the the scope of what we can find out now is so much bigger. Like think about even in like say World War One or like the Great Depression. Like things were awful, but you could only really know what was happening around you and like maybe a few towns away. But now you know, we know, we know too much. We know too much. (laughs) Like I genuinely don't think we were built to handle as much as we are now accessed to. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a little bit of the like detriment side of the internet. It's like, it's great for a connection, but then it's also like on the other side, you know, and hear about all the bad stuff too. So it's just like, I feel like joy is like almost like a magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to like whittle your focus down. 
So we're going to start out. Wow, what a beautiful, I want to call it a metaphor, but I don't want to butcher the phrase of that. It's a metaphor, right? Yeah, I guess. I always confuse metaphor and analogy. (laughs) I feel like it's both. Aren't they similar? Yeah, sure. (laughs) It's a parable. (laughs) It's an alliteration. I'm just kidding. Um, Well, speaking to that, I want you to like build on that. Tell me what joy means to you. Like, how would you define it? Do you think it's different from happiness? Well, first. Yes. We've missed our quotes on joy. Oh, okay. Lainey. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the tone Lainey's here. Lainey's going to set the tone. With some quotes on joy. <clears throat> this is by Eckhart Tolle. Joy does not come from what you do. It flows into what you do and thus into this world from deep within you. Do you want to take the next one? I felt that in my soul. I know. Um, this is from Emily Dickinson. Find ecstasy in life. The mere sense of living is joy enough. Ugh. Damn. Yeah, makes me, like, I just got, like, chills. Um, this is by someone named Henry Nguyen, and the quote is, Joy does not simply happen to us. We have to choose joy and keep choosing it every day. Retweet. This is by Russell Nelson. The joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. Mm. So good. That's a word. And I feel like that leads us right in. Do you want me to start? Yeah, to start? talk to me. Tell me tell me how you define joy. So for me, and no shock to anyone, but joy, I can almost like see it in a way. Like I have this like idea of what joy is. And to me, it's like a warm light inside your soul that's sparked by awareness and gratitude of how special it is to simply be alive. Like it sounds really simple, but I feel like, we take simply living, like being alive, like talking, breathing, moving for granted. And when you really stop and like focus in on that, it's almost impossible to not feel some sort of gratitude and from gratitude joy. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think joy is deeper than happiness. Like I love to be happy, but happiness to me is definitely circumstantial. Like like fleeting. Yeah, like something Mm -hmm. good happened. But I feel like joy is something deeper that can happen even in spite of something bad also happening at the same time. Yeah. Um, It's like a place of gratitude and peace and a deep knowing within your heart that you can tap into even when everything isn't perfect. Um, Like that Pixar movie Inside Out, like the whole moral of it is the joy character has to learn that sometimes joy and sadness can coexist, and sometimes joy is even better because of the sadness, because it becomes deeper. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What about you? Well, you kind of said what I... Like, we're very aligned, obviously, on all the things, but, like, to me, joy is made up of the little moments that make your heart soar, while happiness is more of just a general state of being. Mm-hmm. Um because even if you aren't necessarily happy, you can still find pockets of joy in your everyday. And that's yeah. exactly what you just said. Like, yeah. joy is something that you can find even in the depths of your, like, I mean, it's, it's cl- the depths of your yeah. despair. Like, you can still find joy. And it's like, happiness is fleeting. It's like, ooh, my favorite sandwich. Great. Yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> but then it's like, <laughs> what brings you, you joy? You step in a mud puddle. And yeah. It's like, the happiness is gone. Yeah. Like, joy is something that just, like... It's the little, I feel like it just, like, is little, like, confetti. (laughs) Like, there's that whole thing about, in meditation, you, like, quote, drop down into a deeper place, like, within Mm -hmm. yourself. And I feel like that's where the joy is also, in that, like, deeper place. Yeah, and, like, this is an exercise to do with my clients because I am so into joy. Joy, joyful has been, like, my word ever since, I don't know, like, 2020, I guess. Like, and... Sometimes people don't get, I'm like, what, what, like, what makes you happy or not what makes you happy, but like, what brings you joy? Like, they don't understand how to answer that question. And then I'm like, you know, what would be like a joyful day to you? Right. And they're like, well, when I get done with this, then I can do this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's about like, yeah, like doing the things throughout the day that's going to sustain your level of joy. Yeah. I don't know if that's too complicated to explain, but... No, and I think that's so important that you even call attention to that. Because I think, you're right, like, a lot of people don't even, like, recognize, like, joy as something to be a part of their, like, day-to-day life. Well, and a lot of people seek joy in not necessarily the right places. Like, they're like, this glass of wine at the end of my hectic day is going to bring me joy. 
You know what I mean? So, like... Oh, or, like, if I achieve this goal, then I'll have yeah. joy. Yeah. Yeah. Putting it in the future. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, like, in a... Yeah, like, making yourself wait for it. Like, slogging through life to, like, get to the joy. Interesting. Whether Rather than just, like, living in it and embracing it and, like, yeah. seeking it. I was going to say, I feel like that ties into our next little session. Yeah. Um, so, like... How do you seek joy in the midst of life's insanity and, in particular, the current state of the world for the last, like, 600 days? Yeah. I I saw this post on Instagram the other day when I was feeling really overwhelmed. And, like, I guess I've been overwhelmed for a long time. But I've been overwhelmed since I was, like, five. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever been whelmed? <laughs> have I ever been whelmed? No. I don't think so. Um, but it, it was just, like, so simple and concrete and it made me feel better as soon as I read it Mm -hmm. and it said when things are hard take it day by day if that's too much take it hour by hour and if that's too much take it minute by minute that like makes you just like like exhale yeah I mean like I stay informed and think about the big picture a lot but when things get to be too much I the thing that I try to do is just like work on being present Mm -hmm. and focusing on what's right in front of me so, like, when Albert and I are snuggling on the couch with our animals after a delicious meal, watching a funny movie, it's, like, almost enough to make me forget the world is on fire. Yeah. I feel like that's such good advice to, like, breaking it down. Because, like, for me, the future used to be, like, the safest place. Because it was, like, that's, like, I'm always, like, looking forward to something. I'm excited about the future. Yeah. Not, like, I'm putting off happiness to the future, but I just, like, get really jazzed about, like... Like, that's, like, a type 7 thing. Yeah, like, That's your personality, for sure. But right now, it's, like, the future is so unclear, and, like, the path forward feels so unclear. So it, I've almost had to, like, 180 the way I, like, look at life into, like the minute by minute kind of thing, which has been different, but it's definitely, I don't know, focus, made me like focus more on like what I'm doing every day. Yeah. Like when, I mean, when Albert and I are cooking dinner, like having a glass of wine, listening to music on the radio and like dancing in the kitchen, all I can think of in my head is like life is good. So like, I just try to like make myself or like find those small moments. And then when I, when I think that in my head, I'm like, I kind of just like, revel in it. I'm like, life is good. Just, like, take a deep breath and let it wash over you. Like, you're allowed to be in your happy bubble. It doesn't mean that you're ignorant about what's going on in the world, but, like, you're allowed to be grateful. I think that's something that's kind of in the culture right now, that, like, it's like, everything sucks. How dare you be happy? Kind of. You know? It's like, somebody is suffering so much. Like, how do you get off even, like, saying you feel joy? But I feel like Mm -hmm. that's such a bad perspective. And I don't, like, I don't know, putting guilt on someone or what. It's just so complicated. I read a really great article that spoke to that exactly. And I'm going to link it and we're going to link it in the show notes. Okay, and good. I'm gonna have I feel you, like I need to read that. Yeah. Um, tell me how you seek joy. So for me, at I... At present. At present, I feel like joy is directly tied to paying attention, which sounds like counter to what I just said, but I mean, like, if I'm just blindly going through my day on autopilot or I, like, have a loop of, like, negativity, like, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad running through my head, I'm not going to notice so many things around me that might bring me joy. Mm-hmm. But when I take a minute to really pay attention, that's when I notice it. Like, and It's being present. Yeah, being <laughs> present. And this could just be me being a nerd about nature. But, like, even as down to, like, the way the light filters through the leaves in the morning, like, genuinely nothing brings me more joy. And that sounds so silly and No, simple, it doesn't. But, like... <laughs> waves crashing on the beach brings me so much joy. Yeah, like, and, and that's the thing. I feel like that's the trick. People think joy is, like, big and, like, a marching band walking down the street. Finding a perfect seashell on the beach yeah. is joy. <laughs> yeah, like, just seeing Addie and Gus love each other or, like, a friendly interaction between strangers. Like, these tiny little... Like, I wrote something down... I'll often, like, write, not, like, a mantra for the week, but, like, a quote or something that makes me happy. And what I wrote mm-hmm. last week was tiny, specific joy. Mm-hmm. Because that's almost my favorite thing. Like, it almost feels like a secret that, like, I'm the only one in on. And I'm, like, getting to relish in this, like, beautiful moment or pocket of time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think joy can be found, but I also think it can be created. Um, and I try to do both. 
I love that. So, that said. So. We're going to go through. This was a really fun this exercise. This was the most. Okay, and I, I, I kid you not, this is what I make my clients do. Really? Yeah. Ugh, it made me feel so much better. Because it's like things that you don't even realize you enjoy. Like, I, I feel like some people have never even been asked, like, what brings you joy? That makes me so like, sad. And they just don't know how to answer it. Right. Whereas, obviously, you and I had no hesitation. <laughs> we were like, oh, do you have uh, 500 minutes? Because. Well, so I was inspired by, and I don't know if anybody else reads the blog, Cup of Joe. But she has this really incredible comment section and just like soulful, wonderful people. And the post was, what are your simple pleasures? And there are 555 comments. I read through every single one. And I can't tell you how much better I felt. I love it. Truly, it was like an eraser, like scrubbing through the like horribleness that I had been feeling and just like. I don't know, like taking a shower at the end of the lo- a long day just <clears throat> felt so good to read like what everybody else, everybody has different perspectives, but no matter what you are, like where you are in life, who you are, you can find these little pleasures, these little joys. Yeah. So we're going to go things, through our list. These are our simple pleasures. These are the things, the small things that bring us joy. Yes. So we're going to okay. go one by off. one. You go first. Um, waking up to the sound of someone making coffee and breakfast. <sighs> okay. Wandering a creaky, dusty, used bookstore. The smell of fresh cut grass and salt water. Finding the exact perfect playlist to go with my mood. Walking barefoot. The smell of cinnamon. A rainy summer day. The first crisp fall day or the first warm spring day. When leaves change colors in the fall. Little kids trick-or-treating. <laughs> Lines are fall. <laughs> um, a long hot shower. Stepping on a perfectly crunchy leaf. A weekend with no plans. Discovering a new topic and losing yourself in the fun of researching it. A home-cooked meal. When your house is freshly cleaned, the lights are low, and a candle is burning. Lighting a candle at the end of the day. I feel like we, we didn't plan <laughs> no. this back and forth, but it worked out. Um, driving in the car, nowhere to go, and singing loudly with friends. Watching my dogs cuddle. A nostalgic movie. Seeing kids play outside. The moment you notice that a bud has bloomed. Waking up without an alarm. Oh, Mary Oliver poems. Sleeping in a fabulous hotel bed. I'm, like, smiling so much right now. (laughs) Wandering an antique-slash-vintage store. A glass of red wine and a rom-com. Seeing an old couple holding hands. The sound of running water or being near the water. Bike rides with no destination. Antique shopping. Looking through an old box of photos. An iced lavender latte. Finishing something, anything. Snow. Making Mike laugh. Decorating for the holidays. Catching someone in another car singing passionately. That's me. (laughs) Seeing my kitties basking in the sunlight. When it's the perfect temperature outside to open all the windows. A freshly cleaned home. Gus's little velvet mouth. Flowers of any and all kind. Smelling the pluff mud after being gone from Charleston. Discovering a new artist. A boxy, perfectly oversized sweatshirt. A cozy matching sweatsuit. (laughs) (laughs) The excitement of dreaming and planning a trip. Making mood boards. Dancing to live music. Fun accessories. A walk in nature. Those are all of mine that I wrote. I also added freshly washed and blow-dried hair and the Harry Potter soundtrack. (laughs) I'm literally in tears. That felt so good. I feel like we just read, like, slam poetry. Uh, <laughs> I feel like people should, like, snap for us, but we're just by ourselves. I literally have a tear. Oh, my God. Okay, so please, everyone, do that. And That's honestly, okay. write it down and say it out loud. This is your assignment. Because saying it out loud almost made more of an impact. Write it in a journal and then, like refer back to it because whenever yeah. you need a small spark of joy like pull from your notes from your list you know what you i mean know, like, like if you know what makes you happy you like, have a toolbox go take a walk on the beach Ugh. barefoot my soul feels like a quilt i know this feels so, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so safe i feel so safe <laughs> oh man yeah please everyone do that i promise you like I was in a really negative headspace, and that exercise alone made me feel like a new person. It's great. Um, okay, so aside from that, what do you do to create joy in your day-to-day life? 
Um, day-to-day, and these are just, like, you know, random things. Uh, wearing clothes that make me feel good. Yes. Enjoying my morning coffee in, like, a festive mug or cup. hmm Getting outside and going on adventures with Albert and the pups. Delicious. Putting my home to bed before sleep. Love so just, that. like, tidying up. Um, listening to and moving my body. Mm-hmm. Eating nutritious foods mm-hmm. and then taking work break work breaks throughout the day for Albert hugs. I feel like this is like a how to live a life. Like that is all such like simple, actionable things that truly make you feel good. Yeah. Like I'll get to a point where I don't feel like a human and I'm like, oh, I haven't been doing the simple things every day that make me feel mm-hmm. like a person. Um, and I feel like those are attainable. Yeah, I mean, and I like to make these things, like, vague enough Mm -hmm. to where, like, there's a reason in my habit tracker, which is, like, in the True North Planner, I don't say exercise. Mm -hmm. I say move my body. Yeah. Because even just, like, switching the the wording of it makes you feel differently about it. Yeah. (laughs) I had in my habit tracker this month, I had go for a walk and then underneath that I had exercise and so I've walked every day and every day I've just drawn an arrow up (laughs) it's like I did it but it was a walk I did it but it was a walk I did it well that's why I mean like that's why I want to x because I was like I did exercise I just didn't do like a class or something yeah and like I will will also put like healthy fuel like Mm. and that can mean different things to different people yeah sometimes my idea of healthy fuel is a frozen veggie pizza and a glass of wine and that's sometimes what my body needs that to feel itself. Spectacular. I I also put my habit tracker sequentially. Do you do that, or are you just like random? It's random. Mine is like it's almost not like a to do list, but it's like the things that I need to do to like feel like a human. It's like yeah. an AM and a PM. Well, tell me about what you do to create uh, joy for me. Your day to day. This is also kind of like my morning routine. So I feel well, like a I, lot of uh, yours are in the morning. Maybe not really. Uh, your coffee, but. Uh, this is kind of my habit tracker too. So daily nature walks, journaling, prayer, good coffee in the morning. This is key for me. And as I already said, I'm really like a futurist. So like putting things on my calendar, even small things that I can look forward to makes a big difference. She puts things that her horoscope says to look forward to on her calendar. And it is the most endearing <laughs> Laney quality. Actually, I don't even want to say that because there are so many. It is one of my favorite Laney qualities. I really live, live, but it's like, yeah, I don't know where it came from, but it's genuinely a part of my DNA. I love it. Um, sending cards to friends. It's like, selfishly, I get as much joy out of giving a card as I hope people do in receiving. Yeah, I think, um, I think the gift I'm giving Kimmy for her birthday this week is more for me than for her. <laughs> like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm so excited. I felt so charged up this year about Christmas gifts, like pre, oh. like, on the one hand, I told Mike, I was like, I really want us to all just, like, collectively decide within our families that we're going to give each other one gift. Because it just gets a little out of hand, and mm-hmm. I feel like you can be better about, like, one perfect gift. But, like, I have already have a Pinterest board of, like, what I want to get people, and it's making me happy. I would rather shop for my friends, and that's my problem. Yeah. Like, I would like to do a no presents Christmas. If I could give you like a hundred things. Because I, I feel know. like we talk about what we love so much. I'm like, I know exactly what I want to And that's why I'm so excited to give Kimmy her present. I literally have a board on Instagram saved <laughs> for Kimmy presents because I just know her so well. It's so much fun. Um, and then I added this because of how much it gave me joy, but making lists of things that I'm grateful for. Because again, I feel like gratitude and joy are two sides of the same coin. And here's just like a hot tip for anyone who's like new to habit tracking is like why do I need to track joy that's silly so write down one thing that brought you joy every day just like keep a a running list in a journal one thing it doesn't have to be super spectacular like I got a million dollar raise or like I won the lottery Mm -hmm. I don't know why all my things are money based (laughs) that's popping into my head but I got engaged like it can be like you know drink my favorite coffee or like yeah. saw the sunset um because i think people think that they they like are joyless like yeah. they don't feel like they can find it but even on my shittiest days i will write down one thing that brought me joy and it just makes all the difference yeah. i think too i think what i learned especially from reading through that entire comment section nothing that people put was a big deal Every single thing that people were listing 
is like fresh sheets on the bed. Like little Damn, that would have been a good one. Yeah, like small little <laughs> I'm washing my sheets right small now. Small little things. Like oh, this is what I didn't say, and I don't know why, it's just something that Lainey that we Lainey has. <laughs> All of her personalities. <laughs> but like when I was first living in Charleston, I would always like lay on my bed, like facing the window in the morning to journal. And I would always look up and like it made my day if I saw a plane, like and not even like taking up like a little teeny tiny plane up in the sky, like and when they're that high up they glint the sunlight off. Mm-hmm. So every day now, like it like brings me joy if I like spot I like a really high little plane in the sky. <laughs> it makes me feel connected to my 22, 23 year old self that was desperately grasping for joy at any turn. Um my final tips. I think the good news is that the capacity for joy is a muscle that you can build up. So it's mm-hmm. not like some people are born joyful and some people aren't. I think what you just said, it's all just about paying attention and noticing and, like you said, reveling in those things that bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Even the smallest, smallest, smallest things. Um, and then, yeah, just by paying attention, being grateful, slowing down to recognize how much you already have. Even when things are hard, you can find joy in the midst of the never, seemingly never-ending barrage of badness that happens. Yeah, if you are trying to find joy and, like, sustain your mental health and in these times, I'm, God, that meme that I saw the other day was so freaking funny. I was like, I'm ready for some precedented times. <laughs> like, I thought that was so funny. And then another one I saw that I howled over, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but it's still, it's, like, going to be one of those memes that comes back to yeah. me and makes me giggle. It said, how am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? <laughs> But it's so true, though. And I think, you know, nobody's going to do this perfectly. Like, everybody's going to have times where they get, like, everything just feels like too much. But it's almost like I, like, visualize myself just digging out of a hole, like, shovel by shovel. Some days that shovel is a spoon. Some days it's big. But, like, (laughs) you're just, that's what you're doing. Like, the world's just throwing dirt on you in the hole. And you're like, no, I'm going to keep digging out of this hole. I'm making the digging motions. (laughs) Yeah, and honestly, like, that is so much in alignment with what I would say my, like, tip is, and that's to revel in those moments of joy that make your heart sore. Like, find solace knowing that you're not alone and that we're going through this as a collective on varying levels. Mm -hmm. And just to not lose hope. Like, the world as we know it, I don't want this to sound bleak because I'm not trying to sound bleak, but the world as we know it may be ending, but we can build a better one together, and that's a thing that I keep trying to think about and come back to it's like maybe we just have to break this whole thing open to put it back together and like what a what a wild time to be alive to be witness to all of it it really is like I I think you're exactly right I think it's like clearly I mean we got up to a point 2019 that was it and they literally just like threw the plate to the ground the plate shattered and now we're like all right we're gonna take these pieces throw out the broken ones and try to make a new plate like it's just but it's going to suck for a while. Like, it's going to be really uncomfortable. I guess that's the general feeling. It's like just a... 2020 and the pandemic is the 23 of the of the world. Yeah. <laughs> God, maybe that's like it's why you're But yeah, it definitely is like, there's just a sense of dis-ease that just prevails. Like a baseline of like discomfort, dis-ease. But I read something the other day that was like, without... I mean, it's a cliche for a reason. It's like without those hard times, you wouldn't appreciate the good times as much. And that's kind of what I was writing in my journal this morning. I was like, if it was, let's say, Christmas all the time, it would not be special. It wouldn't be special. Or like if it was the first day of fall all the time, it would lose its meaning. But the fact that I think there's something beautiful and also sad that human life is so like seasonal and things don't stay the same but I don't think they were supposed to I almost like you know how we were talking the other day personally just about like how sometimes you have to have like the shittiest job situation to be super appreciative Mm -hmm. for where you are now I'm like maybe we just 
collectively needed to suffer a little bit so that way we could appreciate the planet we live on the people that are around us and maybe it like inspires action in us yeah and this article is the one that i was telling you about it's uh, no surprise by ingrid fatelli who is the author of joyful so her blog is called aesthetics of joy Mm -hmm. and this article is titled can you still find joy when it feels like the world is ending Read it. Everything I've been thinking. Yes, read it. I purposely didn't send it to you before this. I wanted you to read it um, after the fact because it's just like a good reflection of everything we just talked about. Um, I will add, but I did want to do a pull quote because it made me like this is the thing that I keep coming back to. And it says, if if wallowing in the news makes us frozen and afraid, affection and hope are more likely to inspire action. Like it's Mm. like we have to stay hopeful. Yeah. We, we just, like, we are the ones, not to be, like, like we're the ones we've been waiting for. Like, we're the ones who are going to right. move this forward. Right. Like, we If we, we just give up, like, what's that going to help? Yeah, like, if you just wallow and, like, yeah. be like, well, the world sucks. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm just going to, like, eat, like, garbage, yeah. not do anything, like, treat people like shit. I, it's just, like, it's not, like, we are the ones who are going to make this a better place. Yeah. As a collective. And it's definitely the harder choice. Like, it'd be way easier to give up. And it'd be way easier to, like, just stay in your pajamas and, like, turn, like, the TV off and just, like, close the blinds and shut the world out. And if that's what you need to do for a little bit. Yeah. By all means. But, um, but I think long term, what makes us feel better. And it starts small. It starts around you like yeah it doesn't have to be grandiose. And the little pockets of joy. The little tiny specific joy the sprinkles of confetti as they fall from the sky (laughs) it's just a little tiny mushroom do you want to run through the resources or those things you just want to link uh we'll link it but i'm going to link the blog post that i've only said a million times i'm going to link this podcast that was actually a recommendation i found in the comment section Mm. um i'm going to link this book that I found. I haven't read it, but it sounded right up my alley, and I'm probably going to buy it. It's called Awakening Joy. Uh, there was a post on The Stripe that Grace Atwood put up. It was called How Are You Finding Joy Right Now? Some good comments there. Uh, and then just some more links to articles that I felt like were comforting yeah. or helpful. And then the two books that... So these are just, like, all resources if you need more joy inspiration. If we didn't do quite do it for you, um, we're <laughs> sending you to the people who do it for us. Um, joyful by Ingrid Fatelli mm-hmm. is a great place for some joyful inspiration. And then the comfort book... The Comfort Book by Matt Haig is, I talked about it a couple weeks ago, it's just like a warm hug. Yeah. Just makes you feel good. Like I said, there's a whole chapter on hummus. and Incredible. What's more cozy than that? (laughs) What's more vulnerable than a peach? Peaches are great. Peaches bring me joy. That was... right peach? Okay, peaches came up so much in those comments. So many people were saying... it's peach season. Eating a ripe peach. No, this is an old blog post. This is from um, September 2018. Oh. Yeah, it's just stuck with me. Interesting. For, for three years. Well, we hope that you enjoyed listening to this as much as we enjoyed recording it. I have, so in my um, in my goal of trying to simplify, I have elected not to do a Tuesday Top 3 this Good. week. Good, Because I don't want material things. <laughs> I don't need them. Be gone with them. Well, mine... Get out of here, scram! ...are all media-based. And one is just relaxing... And I put it on while I was working the other day. It's called The Secret History of British Gardens. And it's narrated by this British man. And they're just going around English gardens. And it's lovely. The amount of old books I almost <laughs> bought you in the trade book store when I was there. Like, I picked up probably ten for you. And oh I was like, it's, this is a weird thing to buy someone. Like, I almost got you a book about, like, gardening. I would have loved that. And you don't even garden. But I know you like the idea <laughs> of it. <laughs> it's like the idea of like, the like, market. <laughs> Like, Lainey just wants this on a, on a coffee table so she can, like, I really can't wait it. to have more bookshelf space. Um, and then the other one is this interview with Jonah Hill. And I just, honestly, after falling down the Fieldstein family rabbit hole last week, I just love him. I think it's really inspiring how he approaches life and not staying the same. And he, I guess was like recently in the last couple of years was like, I'm going to do the things that I've been afraid to do my whole life. And one of those was surfing. And now he surfs every day and he loves it. And he just has a really beautiful perspective on life. And I could not recommend reading it more. 
Go Jonah Hill. And then the other one was Booksmart. If you haven't read it, or if you, <laughs> if you haven't read it, if you haven't, I saw the word book. It sounds like something you would read. If you haven't watched it, it's great. So it was directed by Olivia Wilde. Fun fact. Yes, Harry Styles's lady, mm-hmm. ex fiance of the Ted Lasso. Oh God, season two has been so good so far. I'm really. It's gonna be my fall show. I yeah, think I'm gonna finally watch it. Needs it needs to be. Well, guys, we hope you feel more inclined to seek joy, more equipped to pay attention to it. I certainly feel better just from talking about it, so. I feel like we should have a weekly talk. Like, maybe we should just send each other a text (laughs) every week about random things that brought us joy. I love that. We can have a joy club. (gasps) I think we just started something. The joy club. Got to be starting something. Isn't that a book? That's the joy luck club. The joy luck club. We're just going to have the joy club. I don't know. All right, guys. Party party of two. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hope you have a great last day of August. Listen to August by Taylor Swift. It slipped away like a bottle of wine. Just like a bottle of wine. And um, feel your feelings. Always. Feel your feelings. Stay joyful. Including joy. Bye. (laughs) Bye.